the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Texas Republican Congressman Louie Gohmert has tested positive for the coronavirus. Gohmert was scheduled to fly to Texas this morning with President Trump. He tested positive in a pre-screen at the White House. There's debate continuing over a Republican plan to scale back additional unemployment benefits that were part of the CARES Act. Bob Agnew with that story. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is blasting Democrats for a threat to block the HEALS Act over the unemployment cuts. If the Democrats don't get to continue taxing essential workers to pay other people more to stay home, then nobody gets a dime. Minority Leader Charles Schumer was quick to underscore disagreement within the Republican Party. At this point, I'm beginning to wonder who does support the Republican proposal on COVID-19. There's growing talk among Republicans of the need to quickly pass the latest relief bill that could mean much more compromise with the Democrats. Bob Agnew reporting. Also at townhall.com, the United States is pulling some 12,000 troops out of Germany at President Trump's request. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. Unhappy that Germany is delinquent in its NATO defense contributions, the president is demanding a withdrawal of U.S. troops from Germany. Why would we keep all of those troops there? And now Germany's saying it's bad for their economy. Well... It's good for our economy. Defense officials say the U.S. will bring 6,400 forces home and shift more than 5,000 troops to other countries in Europe. The plan will cost billions of dollars and take years to complete. Greg Clugston, the White House. Heavy rains pummeling the eastern Caribbean due to a weather system headed to Puerto Rico and other islands. It's expected to develop into a tropical storm and unleash flooding and landslides. The U.S. National Hurricane Center in Miami says... The storm expected to move near or just south of Puerto Rico on Wednesday night. The Dow up 34 points. The Nasdaq ahead 101. More on these stories at townhall.com. I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet. But I'll confess, my neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawn boy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, which are completely fabricated in my head, he has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. And at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Mill Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Humbly Michaels here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. And for those families that are struggling right now, you can provide a meal, uh, provide shelter, provide uh, help to pay a rent. Whatever the case may be, Salvation Army is there. And your gift through our Here to Help campaign will be matched today from an anonymous local partner. Just visit Freedom1570.com. Click the Here to Help banner to make your gift. Should be a nice afternoon today with temps in the mid-80s. Thanks to generous support from an anonymous local partner, your gift to the Salvation Army today is matched. Due to COVID-19, the Twin Cities is seeing a major rise in food insecurity. Provide peace of mind for our neighbors by stocking the Salvation Army pantry and supporting food distribution here in the Twin Cities. Your gift goes twice as far when you give now at freedom1570.com and click here to help. The Here to Help campaign is supported by Frau and Chu Commercial Real Estate. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. 
COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With Everything in our toolkit working for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters positive focus healthier relationships and breaking free from trauma that's held you back the time is now for like it matters radio with your host mr scott v black it's a great day to be alive. welcome to like it matters radio radio like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to slow things down, and we're going to take a nice, big, deep breath, and we're going to talk about time. You know, time is one of those interesting concepts. You know, there are words that fall in the category of generalizations, and there's a subcategory of generalizations called nominalizations. And what makes a nominalization a nominalization is you cannot put it in a wheelbarrow. And, and time is one of those things you cannot put in a wheelbarrow, right? Uh, you hear people use time all kinds of different ways. You know, when the time is right, what did you do with your time? What time is it? Uh, what was the, you know, mom, dad, what was it like to live in the times that you did, right? What was it like to live in the, uh, the original civil rights movement? What was that time like? Do you see how we can use time in, in many different ways? And you cannot put time in a wheelbarrow. You know, John had the ticking of the clock. You can put a stopwatch in a wheelbarrow, but that's not time. That just demonstrates the chronos of time. And remember, when we're talking about time, we're talking about two types of time. We're talking about kairos and chronos. Remember that there are two different Greek words that are both translated into the English word called time. Chronos is the time on the sundial, the time on your watch. It is the, uh, the what is it, I guess, conforming time to a 24-hour period and then figuring out where you are at in that cycle of that 24-hour period. That's chronos. But kairos is the time that we live in. Uh, and I want to just stop for a moment and just uh, let's reflect because these are, to say the least, interesting times. As a matter of fact, my wife and I were talking yesterday and we're like what a weird year 2020 has been and she said where's all the time i mean honestly this year almost seems like a waste here we are i mean we're getting ready going to august the eighth month of the year and 2020 uh has been unlike any other time uh in my 55 years on this planet i want to share a poem with you it's called one step at a time a spiral wooden staircase Reaches up like crooked branches, oak fingers determined to touch the sky. Stairs with ornate hand-carved railings make way for impossible feats and give wingless creatures a chance to fly. And I stand humble before them, wondering where they lead and how high they climb. A thousand steps is too many, but one at a time seems possible if I keep my head level and eyes blind. Every journey begins distant. Hard, unfathomable, unimaginable, while peering across the sands of time. But complacency is a curse that stands ready with force to defend comfort in the battlefield of the mind. Life is one continuous climb, each day one step closer to the potential written in your heart. No need for giant leaps or desperate measures destined for defeat, but you must find somewhere to start. Progress comes to those who push onward planting seeds even when tired, and a day off is a tempting reward. For excuses quickly become reasons to idly watch months go by without a step forward. 
It's the small choices you make compounded over a lifetime that leave you in the plains or push you to the peak. At the end of life's journey, the number of seeds you've sown determines the character you reap. See, time is really qualified or quantified or or given value based on how it is spent, if you think about it. Right? It's, It's how it's spent. You know, spending time is so important. You know, once an old man and a young man were sitting on the shore of a wild and stormy river. Master, the student asked, why does the time flow straight but always ripples, either slowing down to a complete stop or racing like a cow with a thistle under her tail? The teacher looked at the seething water and answered, you see there are a few large stones in the water. I'm sorry, there are a few large stones in the river and a lot of small pebbles. Imagine what the river is your life. If you will only rejoice over big occasions like your wedding that will happen next month or like a a new baby that you will have after one year or the new business that you will start after five years, then you will cross your life in a few jumps, like jumping from one stone to another. Otherwise, if you will move in small paces over the pebbles, taking joy in small things, a sunny day, the beauty of autumn forest, a good conversation, enjoying the small things, then later looking back at your life, you won't see ten big stones, but lots of your own traces, and each of them you will be able to remember with a happy smile, and you will see that the road that you have crossed is much longer. But teacher, when I love, or when I do the work that I like, or or when I have a talk with friends, the time flies so fast. But the time drags so long when I'm hurt, when I'm afraid, or when I feel lonely. You see, the old man answered wistfully, this is what it should be. When we are unhappy, we don't live, but we only exist. So the time lies still in our wallets. And only for our happiness, we pay the ringing coin in time that we still have left. That's so powerful. Because really, how we spend our time really gives it the value that it has. You know, one thing I've learned, I turned 55 this year. In October, I'll turn 55. And I learned a while ago that time can be a jealous lover. She demands our attention and our focus. If we do not focus on the gift that she is, we will lose track of her. When ignored or misused, she becomes harsh. She likes for us to view her looking forward. While enjoying her in the now, she can get really ugly when you look back at her. See, it's important to remember that time stands still for no man. Matter of fact, it was, uh, I think it's Geoffrey Chaucer that said, Time and tide wait for no man. It was Shakespeare who said, All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances. And one man in his time, did you hear it? One man. In his time, plays many parts, his acts being seven ages. Benjamin Franklin put it pretty clearly, never leave till tomorrow, that which you can do today. And he also said, by the way, remember that time is money, but may I suggest that time is memories. Time is love. Time is a commodity that once it's spent, it's gone. You know, I always like to say that, you know, we can replace everything. We live in a replaceable society. Unfortunately, I am not the man of one wife. Nope. Unfortunately not. But I ended up with the right one. You know, I have uh, much time to spend with kids. I have an hour a day to spend with my listeners. Uh, I like to spend more time with people like John and my friends. But there never seems to be enough time. But, you know, as we got the slowdown and we've been locked in our homes, we've been told to hide behind a mask that won't protect you. You know, these are microbiological organisms, right? (laughs) They're so small you can't see them with the eyes. It cracks me up. You really think that mask is going to save you from that microcosm of a virus, right? Have you ever seen people that work uh, with uh, bad viruses? They look like they're going to the moon. And you know, on this virus thing, you know, the big thing is it gets in your eyes. 
You notice your mask doesn't cover your eyes? You notice your hands aren't covered as you rub your eyes and touch your face? You know, I think some of us are exchanging our time for something called security. We're being told if you just lock yourself in your house and hide your face behind a mask and don't talk to anybody, then all things are going to be okay. But here's the question today. What's happening to your time as you get locked up in your house and socially distance yourself? Hi, I'm Mr. Black. Today we're talking about the essence of time, and we'll be back in three minutes. And I pull the sheets so I won't see them seeing me. These are wild times. Having hard times in this crazy town. Having hard times. There's no love to be found. Having hard the stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Tune in each Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570 for Garden Talk Radio. It's the Wisconsin Vegetable Gardener Radio Show. Topic-focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions right now at gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call us anytime at 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570. Catch the replay Sunday afternoons 2 to 3 p.m. It's the Here to Help campaign, supported by Frauenschuh Commercial Real Estate. Your $25 gift will provide a meal, a shower, and safe place to sleep for a neighbor in need. Click Here to Help at Freedom1570.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. There comes a time in each man's life when he can't even believe his own eyes. I beat China all the time. Silence! I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. Amen. I think that's God speaking to us through, uh, what is it, Patsy Klein? <laughs> that was... She was uh, having a little bit of God coming. I never promised you a rose garden. That's what God's saying. What I did is I promised you life eternal. And on this planet, you will have struggles. But don't let it get to you. I struggled too. They killed me. So what do you think they're going to do to you? I am Mr. Black. And today we are talking about timing. You know, so funny. I'm in my office here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And uh, I'm sitting in a chair, and I have these motion-sensitive lights, you know. And uh, I guess I've been sitting still for a, a long, too long because the lights just went out. I got my little light on my desk on, but it's funny. Because I guess that light fixture said, you spent too much time not moving. 
And so it must believe that I'm not in this room. And boy, doesn't that give you a a feeling of what's going on with this COVID-19? We spent so much time, right? So much time locked up in our house. So much time working to survive. So much time uh, keeping uh, ourselves safe. So much time hiding behind our masks. So much time keeping our kids home from school. So much time defending China but attacking our president. So much time. What are you doing with your time? That is the key. And really how we're judged in life is what we do with our time. That's why I love this saying. And by the way, I wanted to give credit, proper credit. I did not. That poem I read at the beginning, One Step at a Time, was a poem written by a man uh, by the name of Justin Farley. Justin Farley. Uh, And this is something I got years ago, but I love to share it because it really encapsulates what time is. It says, imagine there's a bank account that credits your account each morning with $86,400. It carries over no balance from day to day. Every evening, it deletes whatever part of the balance you failed to use during that day. If that was true, what would you do? Well, of course, you would draw out every single cent. And each of us does have such a bank account. Its name is called time. Every morning, it credits you with 86,400 seconds. Every night, it writes off as lost. Whatever of this, you have failed to invest to good purpose. It carries over no balance. It allows no overdraft. Each day it opens a new account for you. Each night it burns the remains of the day. If you fail to use the day's deposits, the loss is yours. There's no going back. There's no drawing against tomorrow. You must live in the present on today's deposits. Invest it to get from it the utmost in health, happiness, and success. The clock is running. The time is now. Make the most of today. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is the gift. That's why it's called the present. So we should treat it like the gift that it is. If you are to live a significant life, ladies and gentlemen, you must realize the value of time. This rare commodity, because everything can be replaced, right? You can get a new wife or a husband. You can have more kids. Look at Job. Job lost everything. Job lost his family, everything but his wife. <laughs> Ouch. There could be a story there, right? Right? He lost all his kids. He lost all his goats and his sheep and his cattle. He lost all his tents. He lost all his stuff. But God gave him plenty of time to get it all back. And the Bible says he got back far more than he had before. He had Thank more you. kids. He made more money. He got more animals. He got more fame. But one thing he did not get back was that time that he had spent. We need to realize the value of time. I think what's happening when we become dependent on the government, when we basically split up into two sides, those that worship the government and those that really believe that the government out there is wanting to protect them. I mean, when you can spit on someone for not wearing a mask, when you could beat someone up for not wearing a mask, when you could shoot someone for not wearing a mask, when you could go off on a tyrant and just rip in them like they are evil incarnate for not wearing a mask, a mask that doesn't really protect you if you know anything about microorganisms. It doesn't all, but yet somehow we're stuck in the security of if I put this thing on and I listen to my Democratic elected officials... Again, Google Texas, the human, uh, human Health and Services, I think it's Health and Human Services. The rate for COVID-19 in Texas, you hear all the bad things about Texas, is less than the flu rate the last two years. They have the numbers. Now, usually the flu year, 100 and something thousand people are tested. For corona, we're at 3 million. There's 30 million people in Texas, if you don't know. 3,000 have died. 3,000, a little couple over 3,000. That's one one-hundredth of a percent. All you got to do is take it 10. 30 million, 10% of that is 3 million. 10% of that is 300,000. 10% of that is 30,000. 10% of that is 3,000. You just got to know the basics of math. It's <gasps> .001. You know what the flu bug uh, two years ago was .004, I think. Last year was 
3,000 people have died from COVID. Last year, I think 10,000 plus died from the flu. Year before, 12,000 plus died from the flu. Something's going on here, people. You're being told to take your time and store it up in a box called your house. The problem is, once that's rotted, it's gone. It's like in the, the in Exodus, or I think it might be the numbers where it is, where the Israelites are out in the desert, and they have no food. So God said, I'm going to give you manna. And he said, only take enough manna for the day. And he gave them a, a formula to figure out how much manna. And he said, don't take any more, except on the Sabbath. And the Sabbath, take a double portion. And if you read the book, I highly recommend it. It's a good book. That those that didn't listen to God and took more than they were supposed to on a non-Sabbath day, when they got up in the morning, that manna was rotted. It was maggots. Except on the Sabbath day. When they took two, the double portion, so that they did not have to collect on the Sabbath, that second portion was fine the next day. See, that's how our time is. And that's what some of you do with your time. You're just investing your time. And some of you are getting paid. I get it. Some of you are making more in unemployment uh, than you work, got work. I get it. But there are some of us out there uh, that are dying on the vine. There are some of us out there that the government's outlawed as working. I still on the radio every day. I still send the word of God out to thousands of people every day. I don't get paid for any of that. I get paid for putting people in class. And since the government's scaring you from being outward about anybody, a lot of you won't go to class to better yourselves. Do you see how we're storing up all this time? The problem is you're never going to get it back. It's going to be like maggots. It's gone. It's spent. It's lost. Cancel check. We've got to realize the value of our time. And at one point you've got to realize, what do we, are we giving this time called life for? To, to survive? Is that your number one value is living at all cost? My dad had a miserable life, and then he slowly died from all kinds of forms of cancer. He didn't know God. And my mom said he is afraid to die. He wants to live at any cost. I mean, he would have tubes in his penis, excuse my language. He would have all these wires hooked up, up to him. He took 30 pills a day. He was in so much pain, and his life was painful from the get-go. That's why he was so abusive. Hurting people hurt people. And yet he would do anything to live. I'm not my father. To me, this life is just a proving ground for the next one, the real one. This is the minor leagues. And so you need to start looking at the value of time. And how much are we wasting living under these masks in these sheltered up homes so all so we can breathe again. To realize the value of one year, ask a student who failed a grade. To realize the value of one month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one week, ask the editor of a weekly newspaper. To realize the value of one hour, ask the lovers who are waiting to meet. To realize the value of one minute, ask a person who missed the train. To realize the value of one second, ask a person who just avoided an accident. To realize the value of one millisecond, ask the person who won a silver medal instead of a gold medal at the Olympics. Leader, we must treasure time. We must treasure every moment we have because God doesn't waste anything. You have it for a purpose. You've been called for a time such as this. Read the book of Esther. You never know. Many of us are called for a time such as this. Are you willing to be bold? Are you willing to stand up and speak up? Are you willing to challenge the conventional wisdom? Are you willing to speak the truth even when people tell you to shut up? I mean, there's a video of a doctor who lives in Houston who came from Africa, and all she wants to do is help people. 300 people she's helped who were in dire needs of, of, of COVID-19. It was killing them. And she used the drug hydrochloroquine and two other, uh, Z-Max and uh, something else, Zinc, I think it was. And all these people survived. She says Americans don't have to die. She didn't say black Americans. She didn't say white Americans. She said Americans. But you know what? All your social media, Facebook and all that, banned the video. I mean, quieted Donald Trump Jr. for a while because they don't want you to know the truth. They want you to know what they want you to know. Silence! We We've got to treasure every moment we have and treasure it more because we share it with people special enough to spend your time. Remember, time waits for no one. Once it's spent, it's gone.
So we've got to treat it like the gift that it is. What are you doing with your time on this pandemic? How are you using your time to help people? Are you using your time just to buy time? Are you using your time just to exist so you can breathe at a later time? Are you wasting the time that you're spent shelled up in your home or not being able to work, whatever? Today, the question we need to ask ourselves, what are we willing to do with our time so we don't have resentment, regret, or resistance? I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Dallas-Fort Worth, August 20th through the 22nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Issues of human suffering and societal injustice play incessantly on every outlet around us. Yet, it seems like everywhere you turn, there are more unanswered questions and few honest explanations about why so many of our liberties are under attack. How do we regain order and a sense of normalcy? Find clear answers to the most important questions we face as a nation when you stream morality in the 21st century on Salem Now. This on-demand video discussion with syndicated media host Dennis Prager and distinguished theologian Dr. Wayne Grudem gives you a well-defined understanding about the enemies within our institutions and a vibrant roadmap to protect our God-given liberties. In Morality in the 21st Century, Dennis Prager and Wayne Grudem confront the toughest social issues of today by digging deep into religious and political history and through never-before-told personal stories provide a clear direction for a visionary future. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code MINNEAPOLIS for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com, promo code MINNEAPOLIS. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Diane ain't much of a living boy. He's a wild time. Silence! Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're getting a little bit philosophical. We're stopping the time train just to reflect. Because time stops for no man. And even though we're not working, even though we're not going to the gym, even though we're not going to the movies, even though we're not going to a buffet, even though we're not going to a salad bar, guess what? Time is still a ticking. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Right? And you know what? Some of us, we're on our last times, the sands of time. You ever have one of those three-minute timers? You're playing a game, and you're worried about how much time you have, and you see the timer going down, going down, and you see there's just a tap the top of it, that loose sand goes to the bottom, and before you know it, it's over. Well, you know, there's a time to live, and there's a time to die. 
There's a time that we're going to all take our last breath. It's predestined. It's predesigned. God knows our first day. He knows our last day. And some of you listen to my voice right now are running out of sands of time. And boy, if you were to find out that you're going to die a week from now or a month from now, I don't know about you, excuse my language, I'd be pretty pissed off that my government lied to me and kept me locked up in a house uh, for six months uh, because they didn't want us to get herd immunity, so this thing blew over. What? Some of you are, are so worried about pleasing the government of God, the God of government, that you're buying into a lot of stuff. I know there's a virus. I know sick people die from it. People die all, every day from heart disease. How many people die today from heart disease? How many people are going to die today from car accidents? How many people are going to die today from poor medical procedures? How many people are going to die today from mixing the wrong kind of uh, prescriptions because they're taking 12 prescriptions? Boy, if people took their prescriptions the way they're supposed to, a lot of people would die. Look it up. Look it up. You it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Luis was the kind of kid whose favorite activity was lying about, lying about staring at the ceiling or sitting quietly in front of the TV. He knew his parents didn't like that he spent so much time like that, but he liked the comfort of that kind of life. And after all, he wasn't doing badly at school. One, dot, one day while out hiking, Lewis sat down to rest a while, and the next thing he knew, he had lost the rest of the group he was with. But right at that moment, while getting to his feet, he was stunned to see a little dwarf walking quickly through the trees. The dwarf seemed so angry, grumbling, and moaning that he didn't realize that a huge boulder was rolling down the hill towards him. And but for the reflexes of Luis who jumped in to save the dwarf, that little guy would have been crushed by that huge rolling stone. After recovering from the shock, the dwarf was so grateful that he insisted he take Luis to show him one of the dwarf's secret places. So off they went through the mountains and arrived at a small clearing. In the middle of the clearing, there appeared to be a well. This is a magic well, explained the dwarf. Every so often, some wonderful gifts come out of it. And whoever is here at that time can use them and enjoy them. Luis didn't know whether to believe the story or not. But at that time, as he was contemplating, at that very moment, a really cool bicycle appeared from out of the well. Poof! Out of nowhere. And he looks at the dwarf and asks, can I keep it? Sure, said the dwarf. It's all yours. Enjoy it. Luis went over and spent a long time looking at the bike, really excited about it, looking up and down, rubbed his hands all over it, was just so excited, couldn't believe that there was this brand new bike right in front of him and it popped in out of nowhere. Finally, he finally got on the bike. He wanted to give it a test drive, but not for long, because without any warning at all, the bike, poof, disappeared, and Luis landed on his backside on the dirt. He would have been really angry with the dwarf had it not been for the fact that the costume of his, of his favorite superhero had just come out of the well, poof, and appeared, complete with all its accessories. Again, Luis spent a long time inspecting everything about the costume, and again, just as he had dressed himself in it and started playing with it, the gift disappeared, poof, costume was gone. And so it continued. Before his eyes came a procession of all the things Luis loved, but not one a single one of them stuck around for very long. Matter of fact, after observing it, thinking about it, contemplating it, and then eventually putting it on or taking advantage of it, it would pretty quickly disappear. At first he became angry because he wanted to keep everything to take home. But realizing that this wouldn't be possible, he became content. Yeah, he contented himself with enjoying each of the wonders provided by the well just for a short period of time until he could no longer do so. He sat down and had a rest with his friend the dwarf, and the dwarf explained what was going on. The dwarf explained that the well had always worked this way, constantly making wonderful gifts, and those gifts always disappeared shortly afterwards. And he told Luis how everyone ended up accepting that the well was better that way, offering something new every time. Time passed so quickly that before they knew it, everyone was out looking for Luis. Hearing their shouts, the dwarf ran away and only had time to say one last thing. He said, I can't let them see me, and neither can I allow you to remember where this place is. 
Lest you forget me, I'll present you with a gift. And he handed Luis a small parcel. And before disappearing, the dwarf said, It's a miniature copy of the well, but it's just as magical. Learn to look at it in the right way, and it'll provide you with great joy. Goodbye, and thanks for saving my life. With all the commotion that ensued after he was found in the woods, Luis forgot about the gift until he got home, and a few days later, he decided to open it in his room. As if it were a secret, only to discover that the gift was a simple clock with a picture of Luis playing near the well. He got angry. He got frustrated. Shaking his head, said, the dwarf was kidding me? At least that's what he thought out loud. I knew it would have been too much to get a real copy of that well. So Luis sat back on the bed to practice his specialty of whiling away the time. However, when the hand of the clock had turned five minutes, a small glow came out of the clock. And the picture of Louise happily playing burst into a thousand pieces, which later came back together to form the image of a child looking lonely and bored. The same happened another five minutes later. And every time five more minutes had passed without Louise having done anything, the same thing happened. Louise began to come to understanding. He realized, what if the gifts from the well were the minutes themselves? Was that what the dwarf had been talking about when he said Louise needed to learn how to look at the gift properly? See, that way, Louis, Louise would have everything. Time cannot stop. And therefore, you have to really make sure you enjoy the gifts you're given when they come. Because once they go, they're gone for good and will never return. Then he thought about the minutes he had been given in life. So many of them spent watching television or lying in his room. And those minutes would never return. And he realized that as with the gifts from the well, you had to start enjoying them right away. And ever since that day... It was as though there were two or three Luises. Wherever he was, he learned to open his eyes and discover in every moment what a fantastic gift he had been given by the well of time. In the way he learned to read books, he would never have read play games he never would have played, make friends he never would have made, and learning lessons he never would have learned. He learned to see everything around him as a gift a gift to be enjoyed to the maximum. And even when watching TV, it seemed like he watched it with more interest because he was no longer willing to waste any of the times that get, any of the gifts that time were given to him through the magic well of time. You know, ladies and gentlemen, in NLP, we have something called a timeline. Where we put ourselves on the timeline matters. See, there's only three real essences of time if you think about it. There's a past there's a present, and there's a future. And what we got to do is realize how we fit into this thing called time. See, there's a place called the now moment. Dr. Viktor Frankl, one of my favorite quotes, says, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. It's called the now moment. See, you, you can't have passion in yesterday or tomorrow, but you can have it in the now moment. You know, commitment at the point of decision is real commitment. You've heard that before, right? I mean, I could go to bed tonight, put my gym bag by my bed, put some energy juice right by my bed, get my socks and shoes, get my workout clothes right there. And when I go to bed at 11 o'clock at night, I am absolutely committed that when that alarm clock goes off at 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to work out. But that commitment that I have at 11 o'clock at night has no value to me at 4 o'clock the next morning. Commitment at the point of decision is true commitment. It is the commitment I have at 4 o'clock in the moment. It is the commitment I have when I want to turn off that alarm clock. It is the commitment I have when I choose to roll over or roll out of bed. It is that commitment that gets me in shape. It is that commitment that makes me healthier. See, we have a past, a present, and a future. And I'm going to suggest, and we're going to wrap this up in the fourth segment, that we got a lot of people that are living in the past. And why does that matter? Because there's something called the three R's of survival. We live in resentment. We live in regret. 
and we live to resist the good things in life. Why? Because of our focus. Good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we focus in the direction we're moving and we move in the direction we are focused on. And I want to suggest in the last segment that you need to get your eyes out of the past. You need to get your eyes off the ground. You need to lift your eyes up. And it's time to start looking forward, whether it's pandemic or not, whether this whole thing's a hoax or not, whether a mask works or not. What does matter is where you focus. So I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. The world will always welcome lovers as time goes by. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. When should you start collecting Social Security? How you answer this question will make the difference between retirement success and failure. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be sharing Social Security tips from the basics to strategies to maximize your SSI payments. Alan Mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan. Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570. Or call them right now at 855-231-6010. Get a $3,900 Konica Minolta copier for your business for just $1,950 through this special offer from Tops and this station. There's only one half-price copier. Go to the station's website, click on the More tab, then Half Price Offers, or call the station now. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Dallas-Fort Worth on August 20th through the 22nd. Details at likeitmatters.net. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. And remember, my friend, future events such as these will affect you in the future. Silence! Amen. We're playing some good music. We're having to stop and reflect and take a look. Take a look at this thing called time and what's going on. You know, there are three positions on the on the scale of time. There is our past. It should be behind us. There is our future, which should be before us. And there is the now moment, which is where we should be standing in right now. There's something in NLP called the timeline. And, and a lot of people have their timeline skewed. 
Uh, they've misplaced their, their past and put it in their future. They're, they're dictated, they're uh, driven by everything from their past. Wrong. But you got to realize that you can tell where someone's living just by li- listening to the words. You know, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face because we move in the direction we're looking and we look in the direction we're moving. And then you have something in your unconscious mind called the reticular activating system, the RAS. It's the brain's focal system. And whatever you focus on, it sees more of. And so there's a lot of distraction going on. It's kind of like uh, lion taming. You know, I share this example a lot because it's it's really a powerful story because we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, talented, fabulous, gorgeous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God, and your playing small doesn't serve this world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are born to make manifest the glory of God. That's, it's within all of us, not just some of us. It's in each and every one of us. And as we live our lives like they matter, we make use of our time, and we let our light shine, our presence automatically liberates others. That's why I do this radio show. That's why I've started posting on, on social media and LinkedIn. And if you're on LinkedIn, look me up. Let's connect. But uh, I've decided I'm not staying quiet anymore. This is too important of a time. The time is now. Kairos. It's too late in the game for people to be quiet. There's a lot of things going on that aren't true. There's a lot of spiritual warfare going on. There's a lot of things that don't make sense. And what's going on is distraction. And I like to use the example of lion taming. Lion taming and training techniques have, have evolved over the years. The first known lion tamer, his name was Henry Martin. He earned the trust of the big cats by introducing himself to them slowly over time. At first, he interacted with his tiger through the bars of a cage. You know, got a few scratches, but he did okay. And then after that, he entered the tiger's cage with bars separating his space from the tiger's. Piece by piece, first his head, then his shoulders through the bars, and eventually working his entire body into the cage. At that point, the tiger was used to him, right? Now, this, this style went out of fashion after this guy named Isaac Van Amberg. I think his name, Isaac Van Amberg. And what happened when he entered the scene, he got a little more aggressive. See, he used violent methods to control his big cats. When Clyde Beatty made his debut about a century later, he used a whip a gun, and a chair. That's right. You you don't bring a knife to a gunfight, right? He used a whip, a gun, and a chair to command his big cats. Now, people always wonder this. Why would a chair be intimidating to a powerful lion that could snap that chair with his jaws? And the story goes, it's not that the lion is afraid of the chair. It's that the lion is confused by the chair. See, cats are supposedly single-minded. And the points of the chair's four legs bobbling around the cat's eyes confuse the line enough that it loses its train of thought. Casually put, the chair distracts the lion from wanting to claw the lion tamer's And I feel like we're being distracted. All this stuff going on. When you got this doctor from Africa who now is an American citizen, a great American who lives in Houston as a doctor, has a medical degree, who's treated over 300 patients with with coronavirus, uh, deadly virus, where some in their 90s, and all 300 lived because they took uh, hydrochloroquine and then the, uh, uh, I don't know what it is, the Z-Max and then zinc, those together. This lady gets nothing. She said Americans don't have to die, but all social media bans it. Why? Because there was some guy about a month ago talked about the benefits of hydrochloroquine. Who was that man? Trump. And so if it's for if anything that will benefit Trump, make him look good or not be negative against him, you are banned from seeing it and hearing it. Even if you are a liberal, even if you are a progressive, that should bother you. Because what happens the next time when what they're banning is what you believe? See, confusion and distraction. See, right now we're wasting time. And so a lot of people are getting bitter. There's resentment, there's regret, and there's resistance. See, resentment is about making our past bitter versus better. We used to believe that adversity was a food of giants, that we would use adversity to grow. Now it's a a ticket way to a free lunch ticket to victimhood. There's a lot of regret. And I'm telling you right now, people are going to look back on this time of regret, that we didn't use this time to speak up, to stand up, to confront the lie. And then there's resistance. And man, we got 40% of the country still resisting the, the, the presidency. 
You know, people are saying, well, we don't know if Trump's going to accept the outcome of the last ele- of this upcoming election. Well, 40% of the country hasn't accepted the results of four years ago. That's just stupid. See, you can tell where America's living. Resent, regret, and resistance. You know, Billy Graham had regrets. The life and legacy of Billy Graham is being feeded and lauded this week. This is an article when he died by Paul, uh, Paul Batura. He said before being laid to rest on Friday uh, that um, Billy Graham was asked a question. He was asked about regrets. And he said one thing he regrets is that he missed a lot of time with his family. He says that he regretted that he didn't have enough time to spend with the kids. He said, quote, the long and storied life, uh, this is from the article, said the long and storied life of Graham is a beautiful reminder that true greatness is found in humility and that every regret we may carry is ultimately redeemable. If not in this life, then the next. Because Billy Graham missed a lot of time with his kids, with his grandkids, with all that. But I'm going to tell you, between you and I, understanding the hierarchy of life that God's supposed to be first, uh, I know it's going to sound harsh to some of you, but Billy Graham did exactly what he was supposed to do. See, Graham reflected on this. He said, over the years, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and the team became my second family without my realizing it. Ruth, his wife, says those of us who were off traveling missed the best parts of our life, enjoying the children as they grew. She's probably right. I was too busy preaching all over the world. I'm going to tell you right now she was wrong because what matters is what we do for God and the glory of God. How about this one? Talk about, as an immigrant, I know left-wing America bashers are wrong. So here's a woman who spent years uh, in foreign countries, who came to this country and now realizes how great it is. And so as she looks back, she doesn't look back with regret or resentment or resistance. She's looking forward and wondering why so many people in this country are, are looking back with such re- resent, regretment and resistance. This is her article. It says it was, it's my America-versary. The day my mother and I arrived in the United States, I was just one year old, and America was deep in her 1970s blue. Every July 20th, we celebrate. It's up there with birthdays and anniversaries for our family. It's the day we became free. Granted permission to leave the Soviet Union first and had arrived in Brooklyn the previous summer. 1977 was a particular tough time for New York and the nation. It would be two more years before President Jimmy Carter would deliver his infamous Malay speech. But the crisis was in full view when my father landed at JFK Airport. A few days after his arrival, the 1977 blackout happened. The lights went off in New York. With them, the sense of basic security. Riots raged. Fires and looting were widespread. It wouldn't have been crazy for a new immigrant to wonder if they had made a mistake, to look back and go, what did we do? When my mother and I arrived a year later, the country was in disarray. The overwhelming feeling was that America's best days were behind her. Then things began to turn around. It wasn't easy, but America achieved a remarkable upward climb. President Ronald Reagan was elected on a message of hope. He created favorable conditions at the federal level, and the American people did the rest. It would be 13 more years before Rudy Giuliani was elected mayor. And he goes through a lot of things, and she says, Believing in America and that the core of our country is good and sound shouldn't be tied to any president or political party. Yet the hard left continually pushes the line that America is hopeless and terrible. The Democratic Party too often follows along. It isn't good for any of us when half the country's population thinks we suck. Last year, Representative AOC of Democrat New York suggested that America offered most citizens more than garbage owing to inequality and other social ills. Normally when someone insults America, I bristle, my nostrils flare, and I'm ready to defend my country. But this time, I smiled. It was funny. Yet America-hating has real consequences, she says. There's a movement now to erase America's imperfect history. Every day brings a new online hot take about how we should get rid of our national anthem or remove Thomas Jefferson's statue from New York City's hall. We should resist this movement. Our collective history matters, and it should, shouldn't be discarded. Ladies and gentlemen, we can look back and feel sorry for ourselves, have resentment, regret, or resistance, or we can look back and take the good things to look forward to even better things. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. No one told you when to run. You missed the start.
the boss. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Ringing Liberty.